putting you in charge of your money. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Miss anything on this weekend show? We'll get caught back up. Invite you to check out the Success in the New Retirement podcast. Available across all podcast platforms, of course, this weekend show. And a full archive is available. Just put a search on it, Success in the New Retirement. Appreciate you listening this weekend. Damon Roberts is here. Matt Deaton is here, all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. And gentlemen, we spent the past couple of weeks really talking about how rough 2022 was for the markets. So let's focus on this year. I want you to hear this clip from portfolio manager Vance Howard, who tells CNBC that he's very positive. I don't think 2023 is going to be a bad year. I think that we're going to end up up. I think the first quarter is going to be pretty rocky and pretty volatile, and we're pretty you know distressed about that. But going into the latter part of the year, we're pretty optimistic. When the trend changes, man, there's some great opportunities out there. Maybe, you know, once in a lifetime buys. <laughs> With, with an accent like that, I would expect him to always be positive. <laughs> Seems like a happy-go-lucky guy. So are you as optimistic as Vance is about this year? You know, I'm actually working right now on our quarterly update video. So once a quarter, we send out a video to our clients, kind of giving them a market update, kind of talking about what we're seeing on the time horizon and, and where we see the markets going, adjustments and moves that we think we'll be needing to make. And again, one of the slides I'm going to show is that every single time in the past, well, I think it's, it goes back 40 or 50 years, every single time the S&P 500 has a drop of 10% or more, the following year, it's had a positive return that's double digit the following year. So again, last year, S&P 500 was down 19.44%. So if that holds true, then there is a likely scenario that the 2023 will end positive for the year. But I also agree with what he's saying is there is still a big, you know, kind of ugly gorilla that's out there. And that is, are we going to go into a recession? Because if we go into a recession, what that means is the earnings that these companies are making are likely going to need to be adjusted, which means they're going to be adjusted down. If that happens, that means stock prices will be adjusted down. And so I don't think we're out of the woods yet. In fact, what I'm going to say in that video is that we believe that over the next few months here, three to six months, there could be some serious volatility and there could be some serious pain that comes with a lot of volatility that the market could bring. And so we're telling people, look, we need to be very defensive. We need to be protecting wealth. We need to be protecting assets. But when we finally get to the bottom, and again, who knows? I mean, history plays out in different ways. It could happen this year. It could happen next year. But at some point, there's going to be a bottom, and there's going to be an opportunity to purchase things at a, at a steep discount and take advantage of a nice ride. So the question I would have for people out there is if there's, you know, if, if let's say, you know, you're looking at, at buying some stocks and, you know, right now they're trading at 10 bucks and potentially with a, with a market downturn, those stocks get cut in half and they're worth five bucks. Well, would you rather have a hundred dollars to go and buy those stocks or would you rather have $200 to go buy those at a discount? Well, I think most people would be pretty obvious. I want 200 bucks so I can go buy that. You know, not only am I, I got more money here and I'm going to be able to buy more of these shares. So I think what people need to be doing right now is the more you can preserve your wealth, the more you can keep that money that you work so hard from going down, the more firepower you're going to have to purchase some of these stocks at a significant discount. If you can do that well, if you can, you know, take advantage of some of those deals, if you can see a market recovery and you've been able to preserve wealth on the way down, 
it could be a huge windfall in what your retirement accounts look like. And so you could potentially look back and say, okay, what did I start, you know, 2022 at? This is what my account balance was. You know, it's a very likely scenario at the end of 2023. If you can avoid a bunch of losses, you can have more money in your accounts at the end of 2023 than you did even at the beginning of 2022. But you need to have some strategies. You can't just watch it all go down because it's going to take, you know, if the market goes down, we talked about this with our clients too. If the market goes down 30%, you need a 43% return just to get your money back to even. So yeah, everything's on sale, but you have to have this tremendous return to overcome a loss. If you're down 40%, you know, you now you're having to get a 50 something percent return. Again, it's, it's remarkable how much you have to get in returns if you suffer a big loss. So we've got to preserve those assets on the way down. So we have more of those to take advantage of a write up. And that's how you truly build wealth. Matt, I want to go back to you said how a lot of people don't realize if you lose 30%, you have to get 40% plus back to get back to where you start. Do, do a lot of people, they're almost taken back when they say, oh, I lost 20%. What do you mean I need to get 30% back? Well, again, I mean, it's, we do this scenario in, a, in workshops. So we'll put it, you know, $100 up there and we say, Hey, everybody, okay. What if you had $100 and it went down by 30%? Where are you at? In the class, like everybody, you know, 70 bucks, easy. Yep. Okay. So, okay. The very next day it goes up by 30% or it goes, you know, takes a week or two or a month, you know, it goes up by 30%. And so I said, so right, but we're right back to a hundred dollars. Right. And I draw that on the board and throw it up on the slide and almost all of the class sits there and nods their head. Yep. Yep. It went down 30%. It went up 30%. We're back to a hundred bucks. But then there's usually one or two that go, wait a minute. No. And if you do the math on that, your $100 is not 100 bucks. It's really $91. Because it right? only went up 30% of 70 bucks. Correct. So again, you need a 43% return to take that 70 bucks and get it back up to 100. And so once you show them that, then the light bulb goes on. It's like that aha moment. They go, okay, so if I can preserve wealth, if I can avoid those losses, I don't need crazy double digit, crazy, you know, you know, 40, 50, 60% returns just to get my money back to even. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just about managing risk because if you can manage risk, then you're going to be able to come out at the end of a downturn in the market in a better financial position. It's all about having a plan, all about the strategies put in place to protect your assets and even build income in retirement. 480-680-6868 online at successinthenewretirement.com. And as always, if you have that 250,000 in assets, that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. And of course, if you need a second opinion, nothing wrong with that. 480-680-6868. And Damon, I want to talk about fees for a couple of seconds because you mentioned off the air that some of your clients, some families in the community, they're starting to get a little taken back about the amount of fees that they're spending and the 401ks and their IRAs. Is that becoming more of an issue? You know, I don't know that it's becoming more of an issue, but, you know, we live in now what we call the information age. And so it's it's a lot easier to find information about your investments than it used to be. And and yet I still meet people that don't really understand what they're really paying in fees and how to find them. And so as part of, you know, our analysis of your portfolios, that's one of the things that we'll look at is, is help you understand what are you really paying in fees because I've got, you know, people that come in and in their 401ks because they're not paying an advisor will say, I'm not paying any fees. Well, guess what? In most 401ks, your primary investment vehicles are mutual funds, which have second largest fees of any investments out there, second to variable annuities. 
right? So there are there are fees, and and they vary. They're they're different depending on the fund you choose. But where do you find that, right? And then you know I I'm currently working with someone that uh, came to us. Uh, like all of you listening to the radio, decided that uh, their close retirement needed something to create a plan because they didn't really have one in place. I've been working with them through the Christmas holidays. It's been a few weeks because of Christmas that uh, I just got an email saying, hey, let's get back together. And one of the questions was, is, is you know, Damon, you made the comment in our, in our meeting where I was showing them where they sit that the likelihood of them paying less in fees Coming with us with a full advisory form would be less than what they were paying now. Without they only have an advisor on on a portion of their money, but on a lot of it they don't. And he wanted, he's like, I don't understand that because I'm not seeing fees on my statement. Right. So what was interesting about that is is some of it's in 401k. And so the, the conversation that we're going to have again is to go back through and say, okay, here are your mutual funds. But guess what? That you don't see like here's your return minus this for fees. It just is automatically taken out. Mm-hmm. And I can show him that there's an expense ratio, which normally that's pretty easy to find. But then there's 12B1 fees, which are marketing expenses. And then there's there's a cost for buying and selling of the different stocks in that mutual fund every year that also, guess what, get passed on to the consumer doesn't get eaten up by the fund management fee, which is, you know, doesn't make sense, but that's the way it is. And so when I'm able to show him, look, here are the fees here, then he's going to, his eyes will be open and say, Oh, I, I guess I am really paying fees. They've also got some, they went directly to American funds and the, the person there says, Oh, you only pay whenever we, we buy and sell and we pay 2% for that. Right. But in looking at the fees, they're they're in all A rated funds or class A funds, which means front loaded. So when they buy in, they're paying five point seven five percent up front as a commission. So they start out at a negative. And then there's the expense ratio and the twelve B one fees of another almost one percent. Right. So all these things start to add up. And then on, on where their, their advisor is, they're paying 2% for the advisor uh, fees there. And then they also have some mutual funds there. So in reality, there's all these fees that, that are not just blatantly you know, stated, here's what they are. Mm-hmm. And, and Wall Street has is, is become very proficient in hiding fees in, in big prospectuses and things like that from the consumer. But they are there. Nothing's free in life. That statement is still true. And it's not that Matt and I work for free either, right? We have fees. But what, what you have to determine is, is what's the value? For what I'm paying in fees, am I getting a good return that's commensurate? Am I getting you know additional advice for taxes and all these other things? And is it worth it to me, right? Because the worst thing that, that, I mean, think about it. How often have you been out buying something, you buy something, you feel good about it, and then all of a sudden you talk to your buddy and he got it for $15 cheaper, same exact thing. Right. Right. You feel like, you feel junky. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, that, that, that I feel ripped off. And that's what you don't want. We want to be make sure that people feel like they're getting the value for the fees that they are paying. And there are fees on every kind of investment. And so we're going to help you understand what those are, what you're currently paying, because wow, if you could put five, $10,000 back in your pocket per year, Again, that, that bolsters your plan. It's like getting a 5 to 10% return. So when you take advantage of that complimentary portfolio x-ray from the team at Acute Wealth Advisors, that includes a total breakdown of the fees in your plan. 480-680-6868. Always online. Success in the new retirement.com. When we get back, is it time to rethink the 4% rule? We'll get to that plus more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. 